0: It's time to quarantine.
1: Welcome to Stuck at Home
2: with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman.
0: Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and, uh...
1: This guy. And me, the guy who also can brush his beard. Thank you very much. You're not the only one who keeps a shorn beard. Jason Smith. <laughs> <laughs> We're the pod that tells you all about the shows we love and that we want you to love.
0: And plus, we download you on the streaming war, where to stream it, and what to stream.
1: All right. That's right. So, That's right. We're so both Cliff, what are you watching today? What are you watching, what are you watching while you brush your beard today, Cliff? Well,
0: let me tell you. I, aside from finishing up Nurse Ratchet, which I think is very interesting as as far as uh, Let's Rock, okay, Dylan, what's up, buddy? Uh, so, I've been watching and finishing Nurse Ratchet, and what I'm noticing. And then I was watching this new show. Well, it's not so new, but it's fairly new, right, on Apple, and yeah. it is visible out on TV. Uh-huh. And, and, and why I'm bringing both up at the same time is because as I'm watching Nurse Ratchet and I'm seeing more and more representation of LGBTQ people and uh-huh. ideas and themes on different shows, um, I'm looking at Nurse Ratchet and I'm thinking, okay, so Sarah Paulson is like Michael Douglas circa 1992. You know, Mm -hmm. like the biggest star in the movie. She's like the biggest star out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Right.
0: And her leading lady, she chooses Cynthia Nixon. And for me as a white, cisgender, you know, hetero, you know, dude, uh, it's like, oh wait. I'd call you more a bro bro. than a okay, good, Bro, (laughs) yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, no, 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 I appreciate the distinction But but why I say it is because I'm looking at it And I'm like, and that's his, you know, that's her Catherine Zeta-Jones, right? So as a, as a straight male, all that stuff It's uh-huh. it's causing me to look at relationships in uh-huh. a different way And then you watch something like Visible, you know, uh-huh. out on TV And how it sort of cornerstones all of these major moments in this civil rights Because it is a civil rights, you know, movie Yeah, absolutely And it's it's like, you know it's just get it gets so deep and it's really making me realize that because we were talking to uh Brandon about about, you know, uh, how some shows were canceled and whatnot. And it's making mm-hmm. me see like, okay, yes, things are being canceled, but there is a much larger presence. There's a much larger surgence of how look, if it's causing me at at my place in life to change my perspective on how I'm looking at relationships, you know, even further. So, and
1: I think I'm pretty liberal and open, right. -hmm. Then there's something right happening. Yeah. I mean, the, the movement is really, it's, 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 it's been a slow process and, you know, as we go, it's been, it's been decades of this uh, pushing forward and, you know, kind of, you know, look at this kind of, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, uh, you know, hero's journey, but like, you know, even for me, I, and it's just that same thing. Growing up in a specific way, trying to understand and learn, and and watch this stuff evolve. You know, like last year, I mean, we. This was my my uh, you know my shit's creakier, and the, like I watched uh, I watched the the scene last night. I was while I was uh, you know I was trying to get Stephanie to watch it with me, mm-hmm. but I was watching that scene where uh, uh, the the they're doing the Tina Turner acoustic song at the open mic, and I'm crying and realizing that like this is the most romantic relationship I've seen portrayed on TV. In a long, long time, like that's the best. Like, and for me to take that step and recognize, like, hey, yes. I'm in love with them being in love in a way yes. that I've never like connected before. Feels like I'm like, I'm growing, you know, and learning. And, and you know, not necessarily like I was ever upset about anything, but like also like recognizing it to a point where I'm like, I wanna be in a relationship like
0: those two. Please right.
1: it doesn't make gender. But it <laughs> yeah. really that, right. that's it's completely non gendered and it's not binary to anything. And that's yes, that's the level that I'm really excited things are getting to, not just past the point of acceptance, but into the point of like it it yes. just is, and that's that's where I really hope things, you know, and I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of... Um, Look, the
0: war's not won, but there's yeah. battles being won. You know, yeah. more and more battles are being won, and I think you said something interesting, and it's what we talk about, and it's really one of our main mandate here. It's art to spark any conversation. We can talk about anything you want in society based on art, right? And right. this is the perfect example of that. And even what you just said, Jason, about it's not enough to be open, you know, or accepting it's it's you know it, it, they're still deeper they're still deeper it's learning it's understanding it's you know uh, empathizing even mm-hmm. because we all know what love is mm-hmm. it doesn't matter <laughs> it, right. it's the same across the board it feels exactly. the same right so exactly. that's what I think you know the important thing is and and I think then it, with that in mind right should we
1: yeah absolutely let's do you it. know get into it because yeah
0: this gentleman that we have on today is uh you know listen he's been working forever i mean from my so-called life jason you have a personal tie yeah, to that show yeah, as we all absolutely. do in some way shape or form you know and also you know star trek discovery
1: Oh, uh, which i also am in love with i, I
0: mean huge i mean again though it, it's if you look at the tenets of the things he's doing right and now he's exec producing this show that we're talking about this visible mm-hmm, right another. out on tv for apple plus it's Ellen DeGeneres. It's, I mean, anyone you can name is on this show. It's uh, Carl call Reiner's talk. It's uh, Rob Reiner. I'm sorry. It, it, it's unbelievable. So without any further ado, should we, let's just have him on. Ladies and gentlemen, Wilson Cruz.
2: Yeah. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? It's
0: hey. I so said <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. You're more of a bro, right, than a dude? I
2: I'm I honor your pronoun, whatever
0: it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm still learning, right? So, so thank you for helping me on that journey. It's bro, bro, and Brosa.
2: <laughs> bro and Brosa.
0: <laughs> Wilson Cruz, thank you for being here. and My goodness, uh, thanks
2: for having
0: me. Yeah, uh, You look excellent, by the way, very, very hey. handsome. <laughs>
1: thank
0: you. And hey. uh, you told me earlier you're in Toronto, yes?
1: I am, I'm I was actually just going to comment that, like, you pull off a gray sweatshirt, like...
2: Yeah. Like, I can't pull off a suit that well.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's really inspiring.
2: Well, you know, I have to be honest because Please. right before I, right before I came on, I was like, "Oh, let me go on here," and I saw that it was actually video, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably like you know put some product in my hair or something."
0: <laughs> this is what that looks like. Oh man, At least you know 100%. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Thanks. okay You're too good looking. All right, so Wilson, thank you for being here very much. Let's start just talking. Uh, I, I want to get into your show first. This this visible because yep. I think you know aside from being incredibly engaging and you know uh, uh, who's who of hollywood it's it's incredibly important and i want to ask you two questions at the same time, first is what ma- I, I know. What makes you do this? But what gives you the impetus to go? Okay, this is the time for me to go and put this together and sell it. And then, on the other hand, what gives you this idea, which I love, which is uh, grounding each episode with a ma- like with McCarthyism and this Lavender Scare, and then going to Stonewall, and etc. So, so you're moving through the you know HIV and AIDS. Right. So
2: yes. So um, so first of all, I you know I should say that. There, I did not do this alone, that, it, you know, I was part of a, a great team of people. And I was first approached by David Bender, who had been working on this project, first as an idea for a book and then perhaps a film. Um, and so when he was gonna make a film, he approached me to, to interview me for it. And um, we had a great lunch and it went on for hours. And we he, he and I realized that we were both passionate about the project and that I knew a lot of the people that he needed to interview and to speak to. Um, and I could be really helpful in in getting that to happen. So um, I jumped on board because for me, it it, it was an opportunity to, to really expand on a conversation that I had been having since day one, which was that this intimate medium of television is the most powerful tool we have at our disposal as. Um, LGBTQ people, because it lives (laughs) in the most intimate place (laughs) we could possibly think of, in our living rooms, in our bedrooms. And we could have these intimate conversations about difficult subjects um, in a place that feels safe. And as LGBTQ people, we could use this medium to tell our stories and to tell people who we actually are, as opposed to, you know, these, falsehoods and ideas that aren't based in any fact um, and aren't based in our lived experiences so if we could take control of um the message that we were sending uh, that was being sent about us um, then we can have a real authentic and vulnerable conversation with the american public about why it was important um to have acceptance of lgbtq people and we put a humanity Amen. and an and um, and a dignity um, uh, around a community that people just literally were ignorant about.
0: Oh, and a right? family. And a family right. too. So, it. It's It's and, a big family, and people are seeing that.
2: Right. And so we used this medium from early in its inception um, to reveal ourselves.
0: But wait, I'm going to stop you for one second, Wilson, because... It, I agree with everything you're saying mm-hmm. but it's very fascinating to me because you're using the same medium that has been used against you so mm-hmm. viciously you know like you showed with mccarthyism i i didn't even know there was this lavender scare i mean it makes perfect sense the guy's a bigot and prejudice but yeah well was, you know
2: I, yeah I, there was a lot in this there's a lot in this documentary that i wasn't even aware of i learned so much um in the process like for instance i didn't know that the first time we heard the word homosexual on television was during those McCarthy hearings. I know, that blew Um, my
0: mind. When Anderson Cooper was, uh, that blew my mind.
2: Right. So, you know, we've been, you know, we have been a part of television since the beginning of television. Um, And what is, what is, what was, you know, the the whole point of McCarthy was to keep us scared. Mm -hmm. And what, you know, you, you play to an audience's biggest fears and at the time, you know, the unknown, the, what you're ignorant of is what you're most scared of. And we were the most unknown, unknown. and so right. easily, um, you know, so so it was so easy to, to label us and to define us. So we had to take control of that message, right? We had to get out in front of it and say, hey, no, 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 this is who we are. And we did it first through, you know, just getting visible, literally just getting noticed. That's what those zaps were about. You know, huh. the, um, Mark Siegel, who yep. who went on to, you know, um, surprise Walter Cronkite on his CBS oh, Evening that, News. That's um, crazy, that footage. You know, and the <laughs> whole point of that, you know, at the time, people were like, well, how is that gonna help our cause? Well, I'll tell you how it helped our, their cause. People, for the first time, said the word gay because they were have you know, they were like, Hey look did you see what happened on the news last night? And at the time we only had three networks and everybody watched the CBS evening news. And so the next day people talked about it and you had you it was a catalyst for a conversation. Um so it's just about being seen. And then you can once you're seen, then you can start filling that picture in. And that's when um storytelling started um we started to see more storytelling in, in um, projects that um, Norman Lear, for instance, um, pioneered, who yes. used his show to talk about all sorts of social issues that were difficult to talk about at the time, but were part of the zeitgeist and needed some, some place for it to, to, to air out, to, to have a, a town square, if you will. Yeah. Um, that's what television was or is Is, and so um so then you know you you start seeing that because of this conversation there is more information information leads to more education education leads to more um acceptance acceptance. and you know we can we now we're on 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 equal footing and we can see each other literally see each other for who we are as humans, um, and we can, we can start from there. That's a beautiful place for us to, to start. And yeah, that's humans. why we have, and, and that's what has led us through this movement. You know, ups and downs, obviously, you know, valleys and peaks, um, but always the trajectory was, see more of us equals more acceptance. The more we show ourselves, the more authentic, the more, the more vulnerable we make ourselves. Uh, the more we see uh, an understanding and acceptance. And television yeah. was an, an amazing tool to make that happen.
0: Well, listen, first of all, it is an amazing tool and you're making it happen. But let, let's jump back for a second because
2: yeah, you know, I, get, no, I get carried away.
0: Don't. This is great. <laughs> I don't don't
1: ever that we you love could, getting you
0: in could the, be going to the snail there.
1: space. you would still figure out a way to jump back. I have it. So,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> but why I'm saying let's go back because because you are who you are since you're born. Right. There you go, Jace. That's for you. But, but why I say that really specifically is now you, you get this role and and really my so-called life is the first, it's a huge role and it's really in the beginning of your career. Yeah, no, for you're, sure. You were the lead of the show.
2: Well, I was one of the leads. I was definitely not the lead. I mean, yes. I, it was a big it was a big how about just it was a big except. Show. Yeah, know, you're
0: one idea. of the leads of the show. Yeah. Yes, you, sure. Claire Danes, Jared Leto, but yes. but yes, this is major. And and it's also now, but it is you too. You're allowed to bring a portion of yourself. And this is very early on. A
2: lot of myself, a lot of who I was. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: So how does that affect you? How does that affect your family? How does it affect you going forward as an actor and now even sort of whether you wanted it or not now you're somewhat of an activist?
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's complicated, right? It was mm. a complicated, intense. Um,
0: well, it's ahead of the curve too. No one's doing this.
2: Right. And yeah. And so I, I also, there was no, there was no path, right? So there was no one to ask about <laughs> how to go about this. Right. Um, what questions to answer, what questions not to answer. Um, so then I decided to answer all of them because it was just easier, easier that way. <laughs> um, and in, And what it did for me uh, in the portrayal, just in the work alone, was catharsis. You know, I was 19, 20 years old when we were making it, and I was playing 15, 16, and there was a lot of stuff in there that I hadn't really dealt with until I saw it on the page. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, when you're going, when you're being bullied at school, when you're living in... Were you bullied? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I went to high school in the late 80s, early 90s in uh, a suburb of Los Angeles that, um, while racially diverse, was um, culturally conservative and um, at the height of a, a, a bad gang problem, you know, there was lots of gender um, Hatred, you know, uh, roles that needed to. Be, we were still living in a world where you know you had to define yourself as, right in this binary way, and um, yes, and 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 all of the all of what that was supposed to mean. Uh, right. You know what I mean? So right. um, it was a different time. So but yes, you're I not hiding a it, lot because right? I lived in I lived in the intersections of all of those things, right? And so, that, that
0: but you're also little, not hiding who you are at that point. No, or I, any mean, point. I
2: wasn't. I wasn't exactly. I, Apparently, I was very obvious, (laughs) so I didn't (laughs) have to tell anybody. Um, But anyway, so my point is that, yeah, so I I got to play this role in which I got to kind of see it on the page, take it to the stage, and walk through it and leave it there. And there's something very freeing about that, you know? Um, And at the same time, you were able to. You were able to leave it there, right? What was that?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You were able to leave it there. That's incredible in and of itself.
2: I was able to leave it there. And then the parts of it that, I, that, that were more difficult to deal with, which, it, which you know, in terms of my family, um, you know, I came out to my family because of um, the series.
0: Wow. Oh, I just oh, said, wow. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, just said, wow. Just mainly awesome.
2: because I knew that I was going to talk about these issues and probably best to tell them. You know before they saw me on donahue uh donahue which was a talk show by the way i it's, remember it well I used to watch uh, it uh, and um and so you know i figured i should tell them and uh, so tell. i did and you know my my father was did not take it well my mother was great uh my dad didn't take it well and um and i've talked about this a lot but you know we're so great now we've reconciled and everything but you know he had a lot to work through on his own right um he, he was at A and I needed him to get to Z and <laughs> it was gonna take a minute, right yes. um but even that, you know the show helped um as a bridge because my father could watch this show um, and have some distance from it. He was literally um my audience right like if i if my if I could reach my father that's deep um then I felt I could reach anybody like if this kid ricky could reach my dad um then i knew that i was doing the work i was doing the work
0: well doesn't that go back to though what you were what you were saying earlier right about how tv is this tool and you can use it to be seen right Mm -hmm. and and here you are doing it as your as as you as wilson and as this character simultaneously with no path being cut i mean it's it, it really is fascinating
2: but you know it's interesting because I talk about this a lot, you know, a lot of young LGBTQ people, um, are strangers in their own homes and, um, and I, I was one of them, right? Like my father and I lived in the same house, not a big house, um, but we were strangers. We could have been neighbors in an apartment building. We never spoke. We avoided each other. We didn't think we had anything in common. So. My so-called life was an opportunity for, for me to be seen by him for the, for in, in reality for the first time,
0: and or someone think-
2: close enough to me that mm-hmm. he could, um, learn from and you know, go through the journey with, with at, at some distance.
0: Well, that's, that's anyway, because you say it's some distance. Do you think that the, you know, that the love of all the fans and the people like the the collective love that came toward the show and your character helps influence these, you know, opinions, your dad's and other people's as well? Like, well, if there's all this love, you know, for the show and the character and and everyone who's doing it, then uh, maybe it's something I really should look at differently.
2: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean, I think everything helps, right? Every um, little bit helps, right? Yeah, I think, it, I think I'm sure that it helped him go, hmm, maybe, and this, this is all to his credit, you right. know, I'm so proud of him. You know, the ability to say, hmm, maybe I'm wrong, right? That's courage, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so Great. I'm grateful oh. to him for that.
0: Okay, so so now we we move forward because Jason and I talk about this a lot, which are the tenants, like Roddenberry's tenants and how Shits Creek adapted them and, and this idea that they everything's accepted across the board. We don't even have to talk about it because we, we enter into a base level of acceptance. Yeah. Now you end up on Star Trek Discovery. So 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 again, with these tenants now, it does this not seem prime for you.
2: I mean, I thought so. <laughs> um you know which is why I'd always been a fan of the franchise um as a kid and later in life as well and then when I saw that they were um doing a a new uh show um I you know I got ambitious (laughs) you did (laughs) I went after what I wanted so but you know I have to tell you something please um I I I I have found um, great satisfaction in all of my work. It, you know, I, we just talked about my so-called life, but I have to tell you that this character for me in many ways is transformative in, in ways that I had never anticipated because it requires of every actor on this show to imagine themselves in a world free of all of the isms that hold so many of us back. And that don't allow us to imagine ourselves at our best. And don't let don't allow us to realize all of our potential for many people because of racism or sexism or homophobia or whatever. You know, all of the ways that we otherize people. So to be an actor on Star Trek in a world with the values of Starfleet um, requires you to be able to imagine who you would be if you were allowed to live up to all of your potential. And it's incredibly healing to strip away all of the things that you, that we all take on because of the way that this the, the society is built. And it's altering, That's it's cool. altering. I don't think you are, I, I think once you see yourself in through that prism, through that reality, Without the gauze of all of the stuff that's made up, it's transformative, I, and you I'm can't see the world this. in any other way. You can't see it in any other way. And so, you know, I think I think because of that, you become um, um, focused on creating that world now, or at least getting us closer to it.
0: Huh. So, so that that makes a lot of sense then, leading into visible. Yeah right i mean yeah. it seems organic because did you how, how far
2: oh well i was doing visible before that's what i was gonna ask you. i did um star trek because it took seven years so i uh, you know i was wow. uh yeah i was it was it was 2013 when he when david and i first had our lunch and it took that long to get it made and to get it sold and out and it was i'm telling you it was a
0: seven years
2: chunk of my life but he had been working on it for a decade even or more two decades before i before i even had met with him
0: i mean that's so this is the journey it's a 20-year journey and
2: then ryan white our director took everything that we all you know created and made Mm. sense of it we needed someone to come in and just kind of take a look at it from Away from it, right? We kind of handed him everything and said, "There's a story here. These are the interviews." you know, you know, and he go find it. And he made his magic. I mean, there are so many beautiful hands that had that had blessed it and touched it. And so once it had been released into the world, it was exactly as it should have been, and it had been um, molded by every person who 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 touched it. And it's it's perfect. I love it.
0: How are you finding the response to it?
2: Oh, it's been overwhelming what the yeah. best the best part of it is when people say i had no idea i had no idea that happened or i didn't know that was the first or you know uh, or or and my second favorite is oh yes i remember that oh i loved when i you know when i saw that 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 meant this to me and so then it, then it's a catalyst a, a conversation for people to reveal themselves um to, to others so you know it's just it's such a and also at the end we can feel good about what we were able to do but also commit ourselves to keeping it right that it's well, like that, that. It, this isn't there's no guarantee unless we hold ourselves to account to to safeguard these rights and privileges that we've gotten for ourselves Right but <laughs> that's the key fight that we've gotten over. for
0: ourselves right.
2: the fight right. isn't over just because we have them. Just look at what's happening in the Supreme Court right now, right like mm. we have to be woke and diligent and you know ready to get back in the streets at a moment's notice these days. so um, I hope everybody has a voting plan.
0: That, there you go, right yeah. everybody should have a voting <laughs> plan. Have a plan right? yeah so 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 okay, so let me ask you this though. What do you think about, and it's a little off, but not so much, this cancel culture and everything that's happening now, Do you think it's effective in helping in the fight or do you think it's hurting?
2: Here's the thing about cancel culture. Uh, I think there's always, first of all, there's always room for dialogue, but I think calling um, people are requiring what they buy and watch and support to live up to their values um, I wouldn't call that cancel culture, right? So, like, mm. for instance, <laughs> um, I go to the gym regularly because it's my job, and I, you know, I need that hour and a half for my, my mental health, although this day they're all closed. But my point is <laughs> um, I was going to Equinox, mm-hmm. and I'm not a fan of Donald Trump's. There's nothing about Donald Trump that I support. And so when I found out that the, you know, the, the chair of their board was not only a supporter, but throwing a a fundraiser for Donald Trump last year, I thought to myself, well, why would I give him my money to give to Donald Trump, right, when I have all these other options, you know, of gems that do fall within the realm of my values that I could support and aren't doing that. I think that is different. I think that's, that's just aligning yourself with companies that align with your values, and if if a company or a person doesn't, and you have tried to bridge that divide and it still has not uh, been successful, right. you have every right for your own mental health to walk away.
0: Amen. Hey, listen, I, I love how you just posed that. That's great. Now, and
2: yeah. so then, people, you know, you vote, We vote with our pocketbooks and our values, and the things that we
0: support are the things that grow. Yeah, the things we support are the things we grow. Now, Now, wait a second, Jason, will you come on for a sec cuz I know you're a uh, Star Trek fanatic. So I, I just I want to let Jason <laughs> just just get into it with you Brilliant. for a moment before uh, uh we have to
1: <laughs> uh, No, I, on, I, I I got I got some stuff for you, but uh um, first I wanted to, you know, actually I want to bring this up. Cliff is a huge uh huge uh, American dad fan. He talks about it all the time. And you just, I don't know if you know this, Cliff, but uh, Wilson was in one of the best episodes of that show of all time, the Lincoln Lover uh, episode of- uh, oh, With the of- play where Stan
0: does the Lincoln play? Oh yeah. my God, that's I the played- best in the
1: Republican Party.
2: Oh, yes, that's I the did best. I a bunch of voices. I did like, I think there was a, a, a log cabin Republican I played, yes. and then there was some, I don't know, some very effeminate- promo but, you know that i relished in playing because yes. i'm also a fan of the show
0: yeah oh huge fan that's amazing i love that episode <laughs> he's just so but that's what you got to love about seth and all the writers there right it's like yeah. they're they're just diving right into it
2: but what was great about it was that they just called and they were like we just want him to come in he'll do whatever he wants and he, you know if he wants him to do these voices great if not and i was just like i'm game i'll do anything
0: amazing yeah. oh jason first of all, thank <laughs> you for that
2: <laughs> okay, go give no,
0: like I a mean, few minutes I, I, of Star Trek. So I love the I, I love go. the new
1: season. I've loved where Discovery's gone. I am I, I will be honest with you. I was not a star regular Star Trek watcher. I saw a lot of the old series and the yeah. uh, this stuff, but this this series, the Voyager or the Discovery series, actually really hooked me because I thought it was special and different. Um now you guys have already done yeah. you guys have filmed this whole next season. Oh yeah. Um are we staying in the future? Are we
2: staying? Oh yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs>
2: yeah we're stuck we're stuck yeah because i mean as was as was revealed in the first episode we've now jumped 900 right. for years but when we arrived there it, it is now illegal to travel time so it's not even possible Damn. for us to go back um <laughs> all that tech had been destroyed so we yeah. are in the future dude How- How does that feel to be a part of something?
1: Like, this is like lore that's never been explored before. This is the first time in a long time.
2: Awesome. I feel like we're finally... You know, this is the trek that I... I mean, it's all been great. Here's what I feel like. I feel like the first two seasons like set us up right mm-hmm. it's really great like the prequels <laughs> <laughs> right like, But this is the meat right like these are the, these are their backstories <laughs> this one here is a doctor and he died <laughs> <laughs> you know um and now look at him right like so anyway mm-hmm. but all of them what's amazing about these people now is they have all overcome we've all seen them overcome something right like they mm-hmm. have they're completely different people, all of them, especially me. Oh, uh, well, yeah, well, like 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're completely different people than they were when we first met them and mm-hmm. uh, for different reasons. And it's corny, but they are, it's yes, we are Star Trek discovery. We're discovering new worlds and, and lands, but what we're discovering is ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. the final frontier in the end, in my opinion, is. I love it. I love it, dude. I I mean, and we're going to, we're going to,
1: I've got to wrap everything up, but I I wanted to say something that I was just thinking about as you were talking and, and as we are understanding all this stuff, like, um, and just to share a little bit of my growth as this stuff when I first, you know, first it's learning to accept and all that stuff, but now it's finding like, I identify with you and the characters that you have. And, and like I was talking about with uh with Shit's Creek, like, there's a certain point in understanding and empathy where I'm like, oh wait, we're not we're so not different. Like I can I can see myself in you, which is
2: yes. which is just a I know that's a stupid epiphany, but that's no. I was just one. saying this the other day. You know, things like Shits Creek and Will and Grace, um, you know, those kind of shows. What's what's um transformative about them is that we get to allow you to laugh at us. With us, yeah, exactly. And that's a completely yes. different experience. When yeah, We're in on the joke, and we get to enjoy it with right. you. Right. It's based in humanity, and then we realize we're we're actually more the same than we're not. Well, that, and and
1: that's the and that's the whole thing. It's just that that identification is such a an incredible like piece of everything. You don't necessarily, You know, like. Like I'm a Noah more than I am a, a David, right? So like, so every time I see Noah, yeah, i was I'm like, I, I see him I'm on there, a I'm like. David. <laughs> so sure. like, I see him. I'm like, oh, I look at my wife, and I'm just like, "You're such a David, man!" Like, <laughs>
2: I just. I love, we all have that reference point. I love that. That's great.
1: about. That but, dude, I am so grateful for having you on here, and yes, and thank we, you so we, much, Wilson. We're, well we're, we're huge totally fans. Dear. Visible um,
0: out on TV on Apple Plus, new season, right? Star Trek Discovery. I mean, Wilson, yeah. you're blowing up nonstop. I'm Thank having you.
2: the time of my life.
0: And that on that note, sure. ladies and gentlemen, Wilson vote. Cruz. Yeah.
2: Vote. It is yes. vote. Yes. vote Wilson Bye, Cruz. Bye.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you, Wilson.
1: What a wonderful dude. Uh,
0: yeah, and you know, again, it's
1: it, it, it's important stuff. Yep, 100 percent. For you want to know what I you want to know what question I have. Yeah, now that he's gone. Yeah, what kind of (laughs) underpants do they wear on the the Discovery? Do you think they're made
0: of micromodal? Yeah. First of all, I want to know if they're going to make Star. I want Star Trek Discovery uh, underwear now for me undies.
1: I wonder if they have any. But I know.
0: Why don't you look that up? Because they're taking these beechwood trees, right? These sustainable beechwood trees, which I'm obsessed with. I want to go to the place where all the beechwood trees are planted and see how they're taking the pulp and turning it into yarn.
1: Yeah. Well, I think That's what they what would do to. on the the enterprise is they would actually have a room, like just a pulp room or some sort of pulp generation machine. So they like just in the import, yeah, like and just they they have like they, you can't have a transporter out in deep space, so you have to have the beechwood tree there on the discovery or a whole collection of them, so that there could constantly be uh, uh, the beechwood trees because you can't just use whatever they use to make the food, like the 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 thing that you go. And makes the food exist. <laughs> not with, not with this. This is, will be the. You talk about the final frontier. It's using a replicator <laughs> to create meundies, all right? In space. Well, by the way,
0: in deep space, it is very important. Where else do you need to be more comfortable? No. Meundies could do a whole line for NASA. Yeah.
1: Listen, if my Captain Kirk needs to, <laughs> needs to be hey, comfortable next Barry. to his number one and number two, right?
0: That was well. Did you plan that? <laughs> no. This is me undies. They should pay us more
1: <laughs> with that kind of material. Jeez. They should pay us more. Yeah, with it, with it, you know, it's, it, I have the micromodal of comedy material, right? Like here we go. <laughs> you are the most
0: the most soft. <laughs> so <a> soft, soft. <laughs> so soft. So wait. So speaking of buying, though, where do they get this?
1: So you. So two things. One. Tell me. You can get a subscription. So once you buy, you get this all the time. You can get a you get a whole every package every month. Just get soft. It's like, it's better than, like, we've had lots of different boxes come get to the house. Get soft. Get soft. We got the, we <laughs> got, got the Beast boat, nine Post, nine. the Birch, the Birch boxes, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the one I'm excited about which one? is, uh, is <laughs> and dan's yes we're back to the ball sack conversation Dan. <laughs> yes we are dan but you can but this is what i look forward to the most like i just get in i come i i, I come out shirt cocking, just me in a in a button-up shirt like i'm on <laughs> um, risky business a pair of socks no underpants and i get to the door i open that door i'm shining them out there for everybody to see and i put those underpants on right in the front of my house you can see me uh, all my glory And I'm just so excited to be the first. I want to walk in the house with that softness. And you do that by going to MeUndies.com and using offer code STUCK.
0: MeUndies.com. Offer code STUCK. Take care of your Captain Kirk and your one and two. Jason. (laughs) Number one. <laughs> That's it. <a,
1: we're
0: laughs> engage. Done. Oh, God, you went with Engage. All right. Now we're
1: stopping. <laughs> All right. Now we're stopping. So let's get to some news. Yes, let's, let's I like get this some part. news. All like right. We hit this up, 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 up. I'm going to have to put some music in here. Okay. So, top story for today, and we'll probably go over this again <laughs> Quibi. It's ending. $2 billion later, Quibi is over.
0: I mean, is anyone shocked? Did we not say this from day one? No. This was, a, yeah. this was a bad exercise, man. Bad oh, man. exercise. It Peter is, Roth wouldn't have done this.
1: No, this is, a, this is a crazy story. This is $2 billion. This is six months in. They launched six months ago with two plans, a $5 plan, a $5 plan uh, with ads, and an $8 plan, no ads. Wow.
0: First of all, I, I said you can't launch with Chrissy Teigen's show. I right. thought Reno nine one one would save him. I honestly thought that was like something where that was a smart move, but it wasn't enough.
1: No, so you, you know we're enough. talking. We're talking Jeffrey Katzenberg is you know uh, ran this thing. Meg Whitman's an interesting one. Like I, I, you know, I think of Meg Whitman more for her political stuff and for her running of like Hewlett Packard, which is an interesting. Yeah, but a lot of ego. Lot of ego in there, and here's what I'm going to say. And I, I, you know, now that I don't want to speak ill of the dead, and at the same time, they're I dead. in that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I it, thought after actually getting into it, and once once I could stream it to my TV, they had some decent content on there. Like that that little Miss Maple show, and the um, and Reno Nine One One were great. Even Ron Funch's little show was really fun. But it wasn't what anybody was looking for. You don't need. A, you can't. Well, and. And maybe, well, no wait, wait, wait. It's not what it's
2: not
0: that that it wasn't what they were looking for. I bet if Netflix or whoever ends up picking this up it's like Scott said, uh, you know, he said I'll see it on uh Netflix in 6 months. You know, I bet all these shows that were great from Quibi, you know, the four or five are going to have new lives.
1: Yeah. I, I hope so. I mean, Dummy was a really fun show. I mean, it was a good show. Um yeah, No one could see it. Quibi sucked. It was yep. like, oh, let's watch this on my phone.
0: Well, all the kids watch on their phone. Yeah, but they don't just want to watch on their phone.
1: And they're not going to pay $7 to watch it.
0: Yeah, kids aren't doing that. Kids are banking off their mom and dad's uh, iTunes account yeah. or their Netflix account. They're not, and they it, co- have, like,
1: it, it costs as much as Hulu. Right. And right. That's are paying
0: mom and dad.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Mom and dad are like, watch on your phone. Yeah, even my daughter would be like, $7 for this?
0: Yeah. What were we yeah. getting for $7? That's what we go back to. And this is what we, we were talking about yesterday. Off-air is, you know, catalog versus original
1: right right and you're not looking at a real big catalog there you're looking at mostly original stuff and short form pieces you know and there there is interesting content there but you know to differentiate that from youtube is a trick man and i don't think you bring good names and i don't think tegan uh was the reason uh for any of that no I don't by think any so, means either. but i don't think it helped like i don't think that didn't I, don't, help. I don't think that it helped either i don't think there was like Like if they, you know, it's not like Howard Stern on Sirius where like he can basically hold up an entire system until it gets ready to go. I don't think she was that person. Right. I don't, I don't think there was anything, any sort of mandatory must watch on there that made it, 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 it worthwhile.
0: You're exactly right. There's no Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell show, you know, just a launch. I'm saying like that right. Reese Witherspoon. You don't, you don't have, you're not, you're not giving me anything with $2 billion, man. You know, oh, we have Spielberg and we have that. Well, what did you have? Because, you know, hire an actor that someone wants to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, and that was, that was the interesting thing As I looked through that catalog of stuff they had when I, you know, I had the seven day free, uh, kind of, uh, uh you trial. I was like, well, this is cool. This is cool. I'll try it out. But you know what? As soon as um that trial was over, I haven't thought about it.
0: You weren't paying for it. No, no. Right. You definitely weren't paying for it. No. All right. Because the, again, we go, but again, we are also original people, but I think most people are original content first, catalog mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, and that's, the, I think that that's, we're going to have to have a day on this because yes, I really want to will. go into there because I think that there, you know, we we had a long conversation with Scott yesterday uh, on, well, not a long conversation, the text conversation that went more than three is a long one for me. Um, but uh, but really, you know, when we're talking about other formats and, you know, Peacock especially, and it's like, well, Office is going to be there, uh, you know, blah, 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 Friends Parks is going to be there, and... Parks and Rec's is all going to be there. I think, well, I didn't realize those were missing because those were all parts of, Netflix or Hulu or wherever, so I didn't really miss them. And two, that's not the stuff I go for. I, I mean, I will go back and watch a series again. I'm I'm rewatching Shit's Creek right now, just you know, as one of those things. But I don't know that that's what draws me. That's what I do when I have nothing else to watch, right? right? And. That's, and, and, or when I know that, and the other thing is when I know that there's a show that I really need to watch because it's really good or important, but I just can't bring myself to do it yet.
0: Uh. Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) I know that was Shit's Creek for a while for me. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Right. And, and also it's uh, but it's another question, which is you're not going to pull any more money out of my wallet for what you're offering. You know what I mean? Like for that, I'm not paying to go watch The
1: Office for the, you know, X time.
0: No, no. I just won't watch it. For someone who likes The
1: Office, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's an interesting play, and yeah, well, that's that's the but, thing we'll have to figure out. And we'll get into that a little bit more will, later. But
0: and the only reason I broached it, I'm sorry, is because I, I believe it's one of the big reasons Quibi tanked. Right. That and poor leadership. It was the inmates running the asylum over there. Believe me, I was over there a couple of times. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't uh, everyone was walking around like. Remember that uh, South Park episode where everybody got Priuses, and then uh-huh. they moved to San Francisco and they would smell their own farts and be like, Ah. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. It was, it was, I, uh,
0: the entire vibe at Quibi. <laughs> they were all walking around smelling their own farts going. Ah,
1: I it just so reminded good. me of uh of uh that's the 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 uh Silicon Valley when you when you've ever said Prius and like I was just thinking about the Teslas and uh when uh when Kamel's character got his Tesla and was just like wouldn't park it anywhere and was paying based somebody mode. else yeah.
0: You wanted <laughs> Same mode. yeah. Same thing. I, I missed that show. I will say I missed that show. All right, so that being said, that was the reason I brought it up. I think we should have a day on that, you know, content, uh, original content versus catalog content. But that yep. being said, I, I think those were the two reasons Quibi donked. Donked.
1: That's next. Yeah. I wanted to, okay, so here's a weird one that I just wanted to get your take on. So Amy Berg, who is a who is the writer on the for The Alien, one of the art, writers on The Alienist, put up a, a picture of Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, and Christopher Evans, on the internet all right and said which chris is the worst all right and these are all happen to be chrises from the mcu okay overwhelmingly chris pratt got nominated the worst and there's two big reasons for that one is they're pretty sure he's a republican and pretty sure he goes to the same church justin bieber goes to which has a very anti-lgbtq slant, all right mm-hmm. so all right big deal you know people you know people don't need to put that stuff up here but what happened was everybody from the the the, the Chris's to uh, Robert Downey Jr. to James Gunn to Zoe Saldana all came to Chris's aid and was like, "He's a nice Chris. Don't be mad at this Chris." And again, not a big deal. Like I'm glad that people are doing that. The problem is, and this is kind of came up later, is people like Brie Walt- Larson got attacked for being, you know. Uh, you know because she's a woman in the most powerful mcu character. Anthony Mackie got in trouble because he's taking over the role of ca- Captain America and he's black. Nobody said anything. And so I guess my question for you is like, is it you know what is the is it the urge to save the A-listers? You know, I basically I'm, I'm asking about ego today. Like, you know, mm. Anthony Mackey and Alison Bree aren't necessarily top A-listers yet. Um mm. whereas whereas as Chris is is this an ego saving thing is that why they do it or is it just because it's more notoriety why do you think what do you think the urge is to to kind of rescue a chris pratt uh from his ego versus a rescue anthony mackie from actually getting harassed by racist people
0: well i think that i think the first thing you have to look at is who posted the, the the original
1: the original was posted by amy burke who's a writer on The Alienist? Just a random, you know, okay, writer. So
0: so here's what I here's what I think first of all. That's a mean thing to post. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so so what, right there if you're sitting in your room, I mean, I, The Alienist is a wonderful show. Like I don't know why you'd be a bitter person. You know, so you, you and I'm sure she's nice. It's mean, nothing about Amy Berg. It's about why you post negativity. Right. So why am I going to go who's the worst, you know, Chris? Like, if you want to say who's the best, Chris.
1: The worst one is Columbus, by the way. There's by the
0: way, a- yes. And we've proven that by <laughs> taking away his holiday.
1: We did. He's no longer yeah. called Columbus Day, right? Yeah. The best one is Guest, by the way. That's the best, Chris. Chris Guest is the best, Chris.
0: <laughs> but that, but you, you see what I'm saying? How How automatically when you ask who the best Chris is. So that's my first thing right there is why is this post getting any attention? Right. Why does anyone have to say who the worst is? Like and you're talking about the worst of on Marvel, right? Is that is that the
1: That's thing? the deal. it's Thor, Star Lord, uh, Chris Pine, I guess, isn't really in there. But um but yeah. they're not
0: playing the same characters, right? Yeah. So right. what do you mean? It's not like who wore it best. Right. You know, so so what is even like the, the impetus of this of this tweet, this moronic tweet? by the way. So, so you're saying why do people come to the aid of a Chris Pratt? Um, yep. I, I think, you know, James Gunn and Zoe Saldano are looking to save the franchise. You know how much right. money they make for that? Yep. I mean, you know, and, and so are most people who are probably coming to the aid of that. If Chris Pratt, is he, has he spoken out as being a uh, prejudiced or racist?
1: No, he has some, he's done a couple little things. He's married to a Schwarzenegger. Um, but no, not necessarily. But that and is, that's why I'm curious. You know, but again, that's not, you know, if he's not speaking out,
0: he's not, he's not doing anything that's negative, then, you know, I think there's a lot of other people to go, you know, attack. And why, why are you attacking uh, Mackie and Brie Larson? You know, if you want to attack Brie Larson because she sucks, that's great. But don't attack her because she's a woman and she's taking over this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's much more time that could be spent on lifting these people up. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard job. People look at it like it's so easy, man. But here's the truth. Go put on the costume, go work out every day of your life with a nutritionist, two trainers, right now I'm serious, uh, you know, a dietitian, Mm -hmm. okay, and then you have your acting coach. On top of it, you're working on your stunts and the physicality, so you're training. You're not only working out, you have to train. So whether it's wushu and wire work, and then you have to act. And you have to somehow get people to believe all this bullshit that you're stringing along in the wires and the suits and the glitter with some real emotion somewhere along the line there. So I just think it would be better to try and maybe lift these people up because these are the people that are giving a lot of people relief Mm -hmm. during this time. So again, why I I, I, long winded way, why come back and post that in the first place? Unless you want to say who the greatest yeah, Chris is. To, is that yeah. is that at all?
1: It's Kringle. The, the answer is Kringle.
0: You see how good it gets when we ask that question. We got Chris <laughs> Guest.
1: We got Chris Kringle. I mean,
0: it's already I'm smiling.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, well and right. I think I you know, and what you say brings up a good point because I hear this a lot with uh, athletes. It's like, well, you play, you get paid to play games. Like you could not do what an athlete does on a daily basis. One day, much less His, their daily workout is more than you could handle in in a month.
2: That's exactly
0: right, man. Like if someone said to you tomorrow, like, all right, here's a hundred million dollars, you go live LeBron James life. You'd die in two days.
1: Yeah. Oh, you be I you'd, would die in a day we, and a half. We, we, well, I wouldn't die because I wouldn't be able to make it fifteen right. minutes into a state. I just have to be on the floor.
0: You'd roll right? over at four thirty AM when the first alarm went off. You're like, I'm just not gonna do yeah, that.
1: No, I quit today. It's over.
0: Right? <laughs> and I'm not into that career. Yeah. But really, it's it's that's it is not easy, man. Just because something looks easy, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. On top of it, you're taking a lot of slack. And I'm oh, sorry, a lot of flack for a lot of crap that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you. Nope. And People I project really, their home movies. Go ahead.
1: No, I just really appreciate that that, that standpoint because you know what? You're absolutely right. Like you don't have to, you know, when somebody is actively trying to attack, you know, you're aware of it, you're going to be a little more. That, 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 that says a lot. You know, I was just wondering, you know, when I was initially asking the question, um, I thought I, I was thinking it more in terms of like, he felt really bad and people were trying to make him feel better, but you're absolutely right. It's like when you're actively trying to be negative, of course, people are going to recognize that and want to, yeah. want to put that out there. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Because I mean, again, and whether you like him or not, who cares? It's, it's either go see, anyway, you get it.
1: I get it. <laughs> By golly, I get it. Um, right, get, what else? You got us something else? Or are we gonna- Well, I, I mean, this one's a little bit weirder and more. Um, it's not political necessarily, but it is. Um, but Borat, the movie Borat comes out. Um, the C- Borat subsequent movie film comes out on tomorrow. And tomorrow I'm very on excited. Amazon, right? Tomorrow on Amazon Prime. It's free for everybody. Um, and um, so what came out today was there's a scene with Mr. Rudy Giuliani um who is being interviewed by the daughter of borat uh in the movie and really? actually she takes him up to his her he, she takes him up to her room or she takes um uh for the rest of the interview at which point he lays down on the bed and starts uh playing with his wiener in underneath his pants i'm sorry does he not know it's being filmed like in the middle of the interview so we gotta see it tomorrow we're gonna to see this at, at which point borat jumps in and goes she's only 15 rudy she's way too old for you and then runs out of the room <laughs> oh okay i'm gonna be watching that
0: yes. <laughs> holy shit So, oh you see this is what art is for <laughs> so okay go on no this so... is exactly why art created
1: so this is this is um and i've been assured that the actual scene is much more and gross than even i can describe it as being oh. um, but it's out there this was formed back in july and so obviously rudy giuliani is out there um in full force right now talking about how this was a as just a october surprise attack on him uh, for something else that what happened way later but I just, I just wanted to get your, um, like, to me, this is hilarious. This is all set up. It was very clearly a fake news article, paper, um, and Rudy, you know, Rudy's not a married man. Uh, Rudy's been divorced three times, and he doesn't have a wife, so this isn't like he's cheating on anybody. Uh, but I'm just curious about your thoughts on something like this.
0: I mean, Rudy Giuliani, how,
1: he knows Sasha. How, yeah.
0: You know, that's what I'm saying. So how, this guy's not getting fooled, right? He doesn't really think Borat's
1: a person. No, but Borat, because that's one of the, the brilliant things that Sasha did with was he, in part of the story, is bringing his daughter around, his daughter, a 24-year-old woman um, who is playing his 15-year-old daughter. And she's part of this. So in places where he can't be or would be too recognized, he puts her in there, and she's supposed to be absolutely hilarious. So did they give it a fake name? See, that would be the
0: first question I'd ask. Like, in other words, when they're approaching uh, Giuliani's camp... You know, yeah. to 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 get him in the movie, is it like, oh, Sasha's producing this movie, or, or, or you know, in other words, I'm asking, doesn't he know it's a Borat movie no, when he well, gets no, the call?
1: They're putting a completely fake fake name of the of the play. nobody vetted it. Nobody obviously vetted it. He just said yes to this interview with this uh, right wing. They it was like a right wing newspaper, a right wing radio station. Like I mean, a completely, completely true. made up on. Yeah, it deserves 100% everything
0: true. he's got coming to yeah. I mean, and all the way. Oh, by the way, you know, don't start. Have you learned nothing from Louis CK? Yeah, absolutely. Don't start jerking off in front of women, yeah, men, well, anyone. Yeah. Just don't start jerking off in front of anyone.
1: Right. This is the this is second day. This is this is day two. This is dudes can't stop. We talked about Jeffrey Tubin yesterday, I think, right? No, we didn't. I don't know what you're
0: talking about or who that is. But I miss the good old days where masturbating was in secret. <laughs> so. Everybody had to find a place. It's quiet. No one's around. God forbid you get caught.
1: Yeah. No. So yesterday, the good old days. So yesterday or a couple of days ago, Jeffrey Tubin, who's a writer for the New Yorker, was running. Um, was running. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and he was running um debate kind of scenarios and election scenarios with his team, um, and they are practicing some stuff. And they were taking a lunch break. And so he logged back in yesterday. What do you mean on the, Zoom or on they're Zoom? The they're all. So no, they're all on Zoom. So they took a little break. Uh, he logged back in and he was playing with it. And he had a video, he, the video was on this wink a dink and he was playing with it. And then he turned himself off and then logged himself back on like nothing happened because he swapped from whatever he was doing to his OnlyFans or whatever and then went back and he was still playing with it on the Zoom. So he got laid off or he's right now he's suspended because he, he came back onto the Zoom party yesterday for debate prep touching it.
0: Um, you're crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, yeah. By the way, don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Go directly to, to, to like, like creep camp. Like, right. I and mean, that's like, don't, listen, man. No, no one thinks you did it by accident. I, I, I honestly can't think, even comment on this.
1: I don't think he Here's the thing. I don't think he would purposely went back onto the, 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 the work zoom. All I'm saying is don't have all those windows open. You know when you when there's a camera potentially you get a red light on your phone or whatever just you know use you use something else don't don't take your lunch break to to touch it whatever you got to do just yeah don't play with it during work hours or if you are to put your phone somewhere else
0: yeah here's the thing okay and this is where people are having you know it's it, there is no excuse and there is no justification right but i'm going to make it very simple because of the way life has shifted due to covid and working at home If unlike Jason and myself, if you don't have a regular job, job, right? Like where, Uh you know, before COVID, well, Jason still had to go into the office, right? So when Jason operates during a day, it's a work day, right? Right. So even though you're on Zoom at your house, right? When you were at the office, you weren't taking the hour you were away to go jerk off in your office. By the way, if you did
1: and you got busted, you're getting fired for that. Yep. Um. Right. Well here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna show you real quick what but I'm gonna this is exactly how you gotta do this, right? Watch. All right. So yeah. before you log on, so right. I'm gonna before you log on, I'm gonna show you what's gonna happen. Right Okay. Yeah. Dun, 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 waiting, waiting. Right? And then, hands up. <laughs> hands up. And hands down. Now we can go hands down because we've shown ourselves to be right. clean, just like a dealer at a, a thing. If you wanna get out of trouble with a zoom, before you hit go on any zoom you ever do, hands up click hands up. And that's it. That's, that's the new rule for all men who don't know if they're going to be struggle with touching it right before they go on to any sort of podcast zoom meeting. Um, I, I don't know, happy hour with the friends hands up and Anyone you are struggling with touching killer.
0: it. You got, you, you got to look into that. <laughs> if you're struggling with touching it, listen, if you can't do your work, that, that pays your bills and your kids' lives and, like, food. And, and, by the way, lucky enough to have a job without touching your, your uh, you know, Captain your, Kirk. Your favorite Chris. Um, your favorite Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, by the way, you should be fired. I, I have yeah. no, listen, that's what happens. You you lose stuff. If you make bad decisions, uh, you know, poor decisions is what happens. And if you're a girl, you're,
1: you're Chrissy from Three's Company, whatever you want to call it. There's no excuse, though. That, <laughs> right. Let's just
0: be clear about that. Whatever you, all you can say is like, oh, I'm sorry. I really fucked up. <laughs> um, um, you know, not like, oh, I didn't know the Zoom was on. and the, You know, it's like, oh, oh. oh. Oh, I'm so
2: sorry. I'm so
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. all shame.
0: Yeah, that's it. Just the, like the walk of shame from Game of Thrones. Shame. Remember when she's naked?
1: Oh yeah, I and remember. they're
0: like they're like throwing stuff at her. What do they call her?
1: Yeah. Oh, they just say shame.
0: Shame. Right. Okay. So that's what I think. But By the way, don't be afraid. You know, I'm sex positive. Masturbate all you want. Don't yeah. include anyone and don't subject anyone who didn't ask to be subjected.
1: Ask. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. And, ask. uh,
0: th- not you ask if they want to be, they ask
1: out of nowhere. They have to ask, yeah. Hey, would We're you be jerking off in front of me? Yeah. They have to ask you, not the other way around. Right. <laughs> okay. This reminds me, and I think we'll go out on this, um, favorite okay, and most grossest, uh, because uh, we're talking about our favorite Chris. Uh, our fa- my but, like, my me- least favorite and also my most favorite James Bond joke was the one with, uh, I think it was The World is Not Enough. And it had, uh, uh, the, the, I'm not going to even remember the Bond girl's name, but uh, her name in the show was Christmas something. And she was a nuclear, nuclear uh, sub-engineer scientist. Mm-hmm. And obviously she did not play one on TV. Um, and then at the end of the movie, after they had sex, uh, Pierce Brosnan looks over at her and says, I thought Christmas only came... Once a year, and then the movie ends, and that's how it ends. So we've gross. come a
0: long way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong, Jason it's Smith. Riff
1: Dorf Dorfman, I love ya. Stay, stay clean. <laughs>